All right, welcome back into another edition of Nebraska Soccer Talk. As always, Owen Godberson alongside Jack Hoover. And Jack, this was an electric first week of high school action. But first, we got to give some recognition to our supporters. Some great folks have joined our Patreon. So we want to give a quick shout out and a quick thank you to Scott Hove, Greg Huttiger, Sammy Sue Mowbray, Anderson, Jody Larson, Patrick Cooper, Pat Stoffel, Brad Young, Dad, Dan Connealy, excuse me, Jamie Rogers, Monty Ritchie, Joy Willoughby, Willow, Willoughby, Willoughby. perfect, <laughs> Todd, Jason Sizemore, love the Sizemore family, Matt, Mike Tatton, Lance Shilcut, Brittany Perez, Dan Hanna, Troy Keller, Courtney Moorhead, Jim Weiss, Ryan Walton, Tom Chapman, Kate Hoover, and Nick Bratt. Thank you all so much for supporting Nebraska Soccer Talk. Your support support goes a long way to give high school soccer coverage, college soccer coverage, and pro coverage in the state of Nebraska the much-deserved hype and appreciation that it deserves. So we greatly do appreciate your guys' support. Now, Jack, this start to the season was delayed a little bit because of the weather. It did deliver this week, though. Oh, my gosh, Owen. It was so much to keep up with. I'm almost exhausted. In a good way, though. I mean, there's just so much happening, so many results coming in, so many huge results to follow. I can't wait to talk about it. Let's break it down soon. Let's get right into it. Where do you want to start with this week? So we'll just kind of touch on our game of the week real quick. Uh, we, had our, we had the privilege of going out to Gretna to watch the number one Gretna Dragon boys soccer team take on the number two, formerly number two, Creighton Prep boys soccer team. That's called foreshadowing that right is there, folks, for- because... Yes. They may not be number two anymore. No, 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 no. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Is it a privilege to watch prep right now? It's, it's a privilege to watch Gretna. Yeah, Gretna's great. Gretna's I mean, fantastic. The match, I will just, I'll say the That match was a between, really good match. All jokes yes. aside, all banter aside, that was a really enjoyable and a really fun match to watch. Yeah, great atmosphere. There was a tremendous crowd on hand. Really good people. Good food. Uh, in the future, we want to do some footy scran. You footy know, scran. talk about that. See, they didn't have the pizza out there at Gretna. No, just just some drag. It was a, it was a solid hot dog. It was a yeah. solid dragon dog. Yeah, great hospitality from the Gretna crowd, uh, from the Gretna athletics department as well. But really fun game. We talked about it a lot uh, on Thursday night, and I'm sure that game will have repercussions uh, for the rest of the season, obviously. And we can't wait, hopefully, for a potential rematch between those teams. But other than that, that's kind of all i got to say on it right now. I mean, we've spent a lot of time covering it. We have. And just, if you haven't seen the Perkins to Stukenholtz goal that ended up winning the game for Gretna, go and watch it. Two future Mavs linking sensationally. That gave me a whole lot of joy just picturing that happening at Caniglia Field sometime in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. Uh, One real quick note, I just want to say... We did have a great time out of Gretna, and for our game of the weeks, we want to kind of spread the love around. So obviously, there's two big matchups this week between the Gretna Dragons and the Marion Crusaders on the women's side, and then the Gretna Dragons and the Papio South Titans on the boys' side. Both two huge matchups that we'll be covering very closely, but again, we want to see as much soccer across the state as we can, so we'll be focusing elsewhere for this week, but again, two huge matchups, tune in. We'll be watching just from a distance. Yeah, we will be keeping an eye on it, but we've got other games of the week to look at. It's looking right now, as of recording, that we will be at the Omaha South Derby Monday night. So by the time you're listening to this, 
It's it's very close right now between Omaha South Derby and the Miller North Millard South Derby. Very Ooh. close. Kind of a toss up at the moment. We love a Derby either way. So uh, always make sure to participate in those votes on Twitter. Now we had that last week game of the week. There was some. There were so many other notable score lines. Jack, break it down. Like where do we want to go next? Let's get into the rankings. I feel like okay. that's the best way to kind of go over what you know the most what seismic transpired. news. Yeah. yeah, from last week was. So we'll start where we always do, the Class B girls, and this is our one ranking where we have a new number one. The Duchenne Cardinals. Get in! I believe for probably the first time in the Nebraska Soccer Talk history, at least, this has got to be the first time we've had Duchenne, I'm sure, in the number one spot. I agonized a little bit over this decision. Yes, you did. I did. Uh, there were some really good teams in Class B, um, but I would say from the first week, the team that stood out the most, the team that made the strongest case for number one, was Duchenne. Undefeated, 4-0. Beat Scott. Obviously, a huge result. We've talked about that. First time that's happened apparently since 2004. Someone went and did the math for us. Wow. Yeah, so a long time coming there. And then they had a great showing uh, over on Saturday at the Bellevue Chieftain Invitational. Beat a very solid Bellevue West team and a always competitive Bellevue East team. So I think Duchenne, for the moment, has solidified their spot at number one. They've, they've earned it. They've earned it, I absolutely. Mean, there's an old saying from Ric Flair, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Exactly. Knocking off Scott, that's a huge result. Duchenne Cardinals on mm-hmm. top. Scott, Scott's still number two. Like they yeah. are, they are still a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely, we're not going to penalize Scott too much for that loss. We were able to see a little bit of it. It was very competitive. Obviously, very close. Just a one nothing score off of a long distance free kick from June Mullen. But Scott's still a very competitive team. They also have a ten nothing win over South Sioux City. And other than that, that's all we've seen them in action for this season. Uh, but I think we're going to continue to see them roll a lot this year. So I think. I'm okay with putting them at two for now. Yeah. I, I, Scott, I mean, you said going into this season who was going to beat Scott. I don't really know if Duchenne laid out the blueprint on how to beat Scott or if they, or if it's just Duchenne who could. We don't know. It's still very early on in the season, but definitely keep an eye on Duchenne, Scott, and some other teams here in Class B girls yeah. that we're going to be looking at. So we won't go as in-depth on these rankings as we have in the past just because we're pressed for time and we're going over all the rankings today. But we'll just go over real quick some of the notable spots and we'll just go through the rankings straight through. Uh, so Duchenne obviously won, Scott two. SCOTUS stays in the three spot. No movement there. They started off really well, undefeated. Uh, then number four, we've got GI Northwest, also undefeated, doing good things out in Grand Island. Number five is Norris. That's one we'll talk about real briefly. Interesting. Norris, we previously had at number two in our rankings. We've dropped them down to five. They most recently lost 2-0 to a very good Lincoln Pius team. Uh, but, you know, a big, a big result there. I believe, the, I believe the Thunderbolts also beat Norris last season, so it's kind of a loss you might expect. And I expect Norris will bounce back, but... At this point in the season, in the rankings, I just want to reward the teams that are doing well and are undefeated. So yeah, I there, thought, there are teams that, that mm-hmm. are on hotter streaks right now. Exactly. I expect Norris to find their form again. It's only one loss, but I just feel that maybe that potentially warranted them dropping to five. Underneath them, we have number six, Elkhorn and North, up one spot from seven. 
And then in the seventh spot, we have Lincoln Lutheran, a team that's also started out really well. As we kind of talked about a little bit, uh, the Lincoln area schools are all kind of in a hot streak right now. Lincoln Lutheran is as well. They're off to an undefeated start. Expect them to do well. Number eight. This was a pick that was maybe controversial for us to leave out at the beginning of the season. We have seen the error of our ways. And they we have, have proven us wrong like we told them to. Absolutely. We always love that. So number eight, moving up the rankings, and with more possibly yet to come, is the Ron Colley Pride. Off to a great start to the season. They're doing really well. They're flying high at the moment. They got some great goal scorers on their team. Uh, Morgan Mancuso led the team last year. She's continuing that trend this year. So she's one player to look out for. But the Ron Colley Pride... Doing well, proving us wrong. We love to see it. Yeah, definitely wrong call. I mean, the, the result that they had against Mercy the other day, and we'll get to Mercy, obviously, next up, but mm-hmm. just kind of looking at the result that they had, it's got to fill Ron Colley's team with a lot of pride. That was, that was good. That was good. You know? It was all right. <laughs> it was all right, Paul. Not my best. Not your best. Not well, bad. Next up, <laughs> next up, we are looking at, at Mercy. Mercy, they... Starting 1-0 on the road at Central. Mm-hmm. One, they also had another 1-0 resulting in Gross, which I was very impressed with. Yeah. Their goalkeeper, Zoe Sizemore, has made some big saves and kept two those two big clean sheets. Unfortunately, just could not get past that Ron Colley team in a 2-1 win over the weekend, which, like you were saying, Ron Colley looks very good this year. Ron so, Colley does. So it's not a bad loss. No, not at all. And Mercy, I, mm-hmm. I fully expect Mercy to have a very good season. But the yeah. Ron Colley earned that win over the weekend oh absolutely so mercy actually moves up we had them originally at the 10 spot now they're up to the nine spot so just behind ron Colley. i think the differences between those teams are very very close i think a lot of those meetings are gonna go either i would say probably 50 50 mm-hmm. between those two teams so mercy of course talk about them doing well and then 10 another team that kind of fell down the rankings a bit the bennington badgers we originally had them at four now we've got them all the way down at 10 they're two and two right now to start the season, and if you you know if you're 500 and you got two losses early on this early on, we're gonna move you down a little bit. But those two losses were to two very competitive teams, uh, Columbus being one of them in a penalty shootout. The Discoverers are fantastic, I think. And then the Norris Titans was their other loss, one nothing in overtime. So two very close losses, but you know. Again, two losses early on. There's teams that haven't lost two times that, you know, or are undefeated that we also want to reward. So just based on strength of schedule and body of work. Bennington's down the rankings, but not out of it yet. Yeah, and there's still plenty of season to bounce back. Uh, please don't yell at us over these. Yeah. And then real quick, we'll just go over our teams to watch in Class B. So far, we've got Lexington, the Blair Bears, Waverly, and Kearney Catholic. All four teams have started off relatively well with one or two minor hiccups. Uh, Blair is one team I especially want to shout out. They've got some good wins early on. Uh, Platteview uh, is a team they beat. That's a team we had as a team to watch originally. So that's a good win for the Bears. I think they're playing well right now. They could continue to make some noise and be a, a, not a maybe not a contender. Well, who knows? Maybe a contender, but also just a team that you never know is going to be a challenge for teams to come up against. It's high school soccer. Anything, exactly. Anything can happen any given whatever day of the week you're going to play because there's no set schedule in these high school games. No, there's not. All right. So let's round out Class B. Class B, boys. Let's move on. I think it's 
safe to say Scott still at the number one spot, deservedly so. They've looked sensational. Yeah, they have. Uh, they've played some tough competition early on. They most recently beat Grand Island, I believe, 5 nothing. They beat Westside 2-1, South Sioux City in overtime. Those are three very good, very competitive teams, and Scott's done very well against them. So Scott stays on one. Down below, we've got Bennington again. Bennington started out great. I think they've allowed maybe like two goals and have scored almost 20 in their four games. They're absolutely cruising right now. Io McKinde and Cade and Kai Ulbrich are all crushing it. They're the three leading goal scorers for the Badgers. So uh, I, if they get a chance to meet up with Scott at any point this season, I haven't looked too far ahead in that schedule. I think it might be on there. I'm not sure. That's must watch. That's going to be a great matchup. Absolutely. Number three. Lexington, still doing well. Same as where we had him in our preseason ranking. They had the one loss to Gretna, but so far everyone who's played Gretna's lost, so don't want to penalize them for that too much. And then they've won three other games, so Lexington, doing well. Then we got GI Northwest, just like on the girls' side. They're doing well out there, out west, or I guess more in the central part of Nebraska. So GI Northwest doing well. Uh, west, relatively. Yeah. yeah. Another team we had predicted to do well this season. So they're about uh, on par for the course so far. Now, this one, this one we got a lot of tweets this week about. Yes, we did. Number five, we've got the Skylar Warriors. We're listening. We're, we're listening. We are. You know? You're making noise, and we, we are listening. That, I mean, you talk about statements. Yeah. We were high on Mount Michael going into this season. Oh, yeah. We thought they'd be a top five team, and they might still be, but... If you get thumped 8 nothing, Goodness gracious, Skyler. That's going to send some shockwaves. So yeah, big, big win for the Warriors. I mean, they're 2-0 in the season. I'm very, very curious to see how they go the rest of the way. I don't know a ton about the team. I haven't seen any live streams of them, unfortunately. Anything like that. I do know that they, as we kind of, I think, had mentioned at one point, they picked up Jose Cruz, who was one of Columbus Scotus's leading scorer last year. So he's been a great player for them so far. Now, I, I will say, to, to cut Mount Michael some slack, yes. from what we are understanding, they had a little bit of a goalkeeping situation where they had to put one of their field players who has no experience playing goalie in goal. And on the one hand, completely fair. You got to do what you got to do. On the other hand, is that an eight-goal swing? I say it's not. I, I don't think it should be. I mean, if it was like 4 nothing, I'd have been Who like, Who knows? Maybe, okay. uh, and here's the thing. We haven't seen the goals. Right. So correct, correct us if we're wrong. Maybe Skyler just hit top bins every single time and had their shooting boots on like Craig right. in the Derby this past year. <laughs> exactly. That is completely realistic. I mean, you could have all of them be top bins and even a trained goalkeeper. Yeah. Would struggle to keep it 8-0. I mean, who's to say? You don't know. Without yeah. seeing the goals, without being able to break anything down, obviously we're just kind of spitballing here. Uh, tough for Mount Michael. We've all been on our, we've all been on our fair share of thumpings, though. I I think my record for goals conceded in a game is 16, so that goalkeeper oh is a... Uh, well, he's... <laughs> he's got a ways to go to beat your record. I was going to say, he's yeah. only 50%. There, those are rookie numbers, kid. Get them all. <laughs> So moving on to the rankings. Next up at six, we have another team checking in for the first time on the boys' side. Columbus Scotus, also off to a great start. 3-0 on the year, so they're making noise. We Again, we hear you, we see you, we're putting you in at number six. At number seven, we've got Waverly. 
a team that we had at number six in our preseason polls. They took a loss to the Blair Bears, so that drops them down a little bit, but just a little bit. They're still competitive. They're still beating a lot of teams, still have a good record, so we'll keep an eye on them. Still in the top eight of the state in, in your division, which is where you want to be. So. Exactly. At eight, we have Ralston at 1-0. I believe their one win was, I want to say, against Buena Vista or Lincoln Northwest. One of the new schools. So, just the one game, so I don't really know a lot about them. Um, we appreciate Buena Vista, Westview, and Northwest, the work those coaches have done to try to get a program with just you know freshmen, sophomores. It's hard. It's very difficult. Very difficult, I'm sure. Do not envy you folks in that position. Mm-hmm. More power, best of luck to you. You're doing amazing yes. so far. I did see the other day. Westview got their first yeah, win. Yeah, absolutely, so. as did Buena Vista. So. Big results there. Uh, while mm-hmm. we all on Ralston, I didn't know how else to shoehorn this in. Ah, I, I go for it. Shout out to Ralston legend Diego Gutierrez for getting his first start in MLS. Not the result they wanted against the Galaxy. I believe it was a nil-nil. Nil-nil, that is correct. It's a, it's a positive result, though. The Portland mm-hmm. Timbers are undefeated when starting Diego Gutierrez. So there that's you all go. you need to know. And also... Um, we know he's a UNO legend as well as a Creighton legend. I, Don't yell yeah. at me. <laughs> yell at me. If anybody on this podcast is gonna is gonna get the UNO side of things right, it is going to be me. So <laughs> And a Hastings legend too, apparently. I mean he did start his career there. He Someone did, he did start at Hastings, that is fair. Yes. He's been around a whole bunch of different Nebraska schools, which we love. But yeah, shout out Diego getting his first of many starts for for the Portland Timbers. Long long may it continue. Anyway. Absolutely. Okay, and then just kind of rounding out Class B, number nine, we've got Creed at 2-0. And then Hastings, we had them at 10 in our first rankings, so they're still at 10. I believe they are at 2-2, two two, but they picked up most recently a huge win against the Blair Bears, 9-3. And Blair's, you know, beaten Waverly, had some very competitive wins. Did you say 9-3? 9-3, just a goal fest, apparently. That is a weird scoreline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You don't see that one too often. No, you do I, not. That... That might be scoregami, not necessarily yeah. for high school soccer, because I'm sure there has been. Oh, there's been weirder results. I don't think I've ever seen 9-3 as a scoreline. Yeah, so. you don't see that too often. Yeah, love to see some footage of that one if I can find it, see what happened there. But yeah, so that's our top 10. Now just kind of talking about the teams to watch real quick. We've got Mount Michael still there. We think they can be very competitive and get back up there. We Again, these early rankings, we have a small sample size, so it's kind of hard to feel it out. But 8 nothing sends huge you know, red flags. But we'll see. We're still watching. Still early doors. Absolutely. Uh, the Norris boys have started off the season pretty well. I believe they're 2-2 two and two at the moment. Let me just double-check that real quick. 1-2, uh, and two, my apologies. Uh, but still playing well. Got a good result. Uh, penalty shootout win against Hastings. So we've got them as a team to watch, of course. Blair, talked about them beating Waverly, and then Elkhorn North, the team that made state last year. They're sitting at 2-1 and one right now, doing well. We'll say Elkhorn North's field, really good. A really nice field. Qual- quality <laughs> pitch out there. Absolutely. All right, let's go over to Class A now. Let's get that going. Class A girls, I mean, there's, there's no change to the number one spot. No, it's there's not. Gretna... Just copy and paste for the boys as well. But yeah, pretty much. Still on top. Yeah, copy and paste for the first two in Class A, actually. So, number one, we've got Gretna, as we talked about. Undefeated again, still on a roll. Only beat Papia 1-0, which I found interesting. I think the, the Monarchs might actually have a pretty solid team this year, so we're going to keep an eye on them. 
Uh, but still, Greta's undefeated. They're winning. That's really all that matters. Number two, Lincoln Southwest. Uh, we kind of said at the beginning of the season, them and Marion would be like 2A, 2B. And those two teams got the chance to play this weekend. Southwest came out on top, one nothing. So they have officially set their claim as the number two team. Yeah, yeah. Right. and well-deserved as well. Absolutely. Can't really argue with it. I mean, ball don't lie, right? Ball does not lie. Then next up, we have another team from Lincoln, the Lincoln East Spartans. Also starting off really well the season, 3-0, and cruising at the moment. They've got a big matchup, though, between the Spartans and the Silverhawks this Thursday. Ooh, potential mm. double game of the Potentially, week? Potentially. We'll see how that I goes. would not be down, or I would not be opposed to <laughs> no. a road trip to Lincoln. Absolutely. Gives me an excuse to, uh, I'm not paid by them. This is not a paid advertisement. Yeah. Shogun down in Lincoln. Never heard of it. Some of the best some of the best fried rice you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. Well, if they want to sponsor us, we are more than welcome. Amen. More than, yeah. We'll Just we'll send me a tub of the fried rice each month and I'm fine. There we go. <laughs> So there you have it. So Lincoln Southwest, Lincoln East, that's our two and three, the two Lincoln schools. Then Marion, who lost Lincoln Southwest, they fall down to the four spot. Not too far. I think they're still very competitive. They've got some good wins this season. And they'll be, again, a, a force to be reckoned with. Number five, Elkhorn South. Now, the Storm have also started off really well, 3-0, and another undefeated team. And they've got some good wins. So we're going to continue to keep an eye on them. they got some big matchups. They're currently in our running for our game of the week when they take on Westside on Monday. I assume the pod might already be out after that, but we'll keep an eye on that score. That's going to be a fun one, but we'll see. And then moving on down the list, we then have number six, Lincoln Pius. They took an early loss to Lincoln East, but as we talked about on the Class B girls' side, they did beat Norris, which is a great result for any team. 2-0. Again, the Lincoln schools are all doing really well this year, so we'd love to see that. Pius keeps their spot at 6. At 7, we've got Westside. Again, another contender for our game of the week as they take on Elkhorn South, a ranked matchup. The Warriors are, I believe, 1-2 and two right now, but those two losses were to two very good, very competitive teams. Lincoln East, of course, being one of them. Lincoln East has beat everyone this year they've played. So, good teams there. Then, eight, Millard West. Ooh. Yeah, so, falling down a little bit in the rankings. We had them at six. Um, they did lose. They dropped one game. But they still have some really good results. They beat Papio South by a wide margin. We talked about them as being a team that has been kind of down the past two years but could be up again. So they're continuing that trend. And they're holding on to that, so... Keep an eye on the Wildcats. Most of the Miller teams seem to all be pretty competitive this year. All right. Between Millard, between Lincoln. I mean, technically, Millard is the Metro. Yeah. I know technically, but. I'm sure some people in Millard Some might people have other in Millard, thoughts. I'm sure, are, are wanting to, to own it as their own. As their own region, I guess, as far as the state goes. So, like, between them, obviously, Gretna. Lincoln, might we see a team from outside the quote-unquote metro? Right. We'll keep an eye on it for the rest of the season, but it, the title may be staying outside of the Omaha area. This Maybe. Year. I think it'll be – the state tournament's going to be very well represented yes, from a lot of different corners of the state. Absolutely. Going back to Lincoln for number nine. Lincoln Southeast. 
Uh, we kind of flip-flopped the two teams we had at 9 and 10 last week. Most of our rankings for the Class A girls have stayed pretty much the same. I mean, no one from outside the top 10 has really done enough to like make a case for being in there, I would say. Uh, but Lincoln East, 2-0. They were pushed pretty close by Millard South this last week, but they're holding on. And, you know, we talked about them needing to replace their goalkeeper, Samaya Hogg, last year. And it seems like they found a good replacement. They have a Norwegian exchange student. I cannot, unfortunately, remember her name right now. But I guess she has stepped up, and she's been admirable in net for the, for the Knights. So if they can have, you know, good goalkeeping play, have a hot hand for the rest of the season, I could see them continuing to move up the rankings. I, I mean, obviously, I'm biased towards the goalkeepers. Yes. So. <laughs> But any anytime you've got a goalkeeper who you know can keep you within one, two goals in a game, you always have a shot. Always. Absolutely. And so then the number 10 spot, the Columbus Discoverers, they did take one loss, I believe. But other than that, they've been very competitive. They beat Bennington, as we talked about, which is a good Class B result. For Columbus's record, they're 3-1 and one on the year. They did have the one loss to Lincoln Southwest, 2 nothing, But... As we talked about with the Silverhawks, they're one of the best teams in the state right now, so we don't want to penalize them too much. So they're staying in the top 10. The Discoverers are doing well this year. And then just to kind of round it out with our teams to watch, Bellevue West off to a hot start this year. Their one loss in the season is to a Duchenne team that we have ranked number one for Class B girls. Then North Platte stays as a team to watch. They lost to Elkhorn South. Other than that, they beat Kearney. They've been very competitive in a lot of their games. I think they could continue to have a good record, potentially be the best team out west. Then right behind them, we do have Kearney. They did, again, as we just talked about, lost North Platte. But they've got a fairly open schedule. I think we could see them making a run at potentially hosting a district. So I think Kearney will be also very competitive. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes with the Bearcats. You can never really tell with some of these teams. Yeah, especially when you look at a schedule and you say, like, oh, games aren't played on paper. So. Right, exactly. And then we just want to give a shout-out uh, with one of our teams to watch, the Omaha Burke girls soccer team. They're 2-1-0, off to a hot start, scoring lots of goals. We don't really see a lot of girls teams from OPS schools do well. Um, Omaha South kind of broke that mold a little bit last year. They had one of their better years. But overall, we don't really see those teams succeed a lot, and Burke's off to a good start. I want to hope that can continue. Burke, just in general, like between yeah. the boys and the girls, has always been solid. So to see them Very much so. make this progressive step forward, loving it. Absolutely love it from the Bulldogs. Absolutely. So that rounds out Class A girls. Now we're on to our last one, Class wow. A boys. Last one, the Class A boys. I mean, starting off, Gretna sensational in their I, the the game we watched the game of the week against press. Yes. Not the most offensive game you could say. There weren't a there weren't too many chances either way. It was more of a chess match. Absolutely, that's the word I was going to use. That was really entertaining to watch. And Gretna just I mean, when you've got Perkins, Stukenholz, when you've got that level of talent on the pitch, it's checkmate almost every time. Right, exactly, and it's been that way for every team they've played so far. So. They stay at our number one spot. Now, number two, it is no longer the Creighton Prep Junior Jays. It no, it's is not. Lincoln Southwest, again, copy and paste it on over from the girls' side. Yeah, so I had a hard time choosing between Lincoln Southwest and Papio South for the two spot here. So, again, I want to call this one 2A and 2B. But Southwest, 
great result coming up to the metro area and getting a pretty emphatic 3-1 win against Creighton Prep. They also beat North Star, and those are their two wins so far in the season. So they're undefeated, doing really well, and they've looked like they've got a lot of style when they play. So I've got them at the two spot. Three spot right behind them, a team that is also flying high, the Papio South Titans, Papio La Vista South. Again, I, I really had a hard time uh, sorting out these two teams. I think Papio South is going to be one of the strongest teams in the state this year, obviously. That's why I've got them at this spot. And again, they play Gretna this Monday night, which is going to be a huge, huge test. I'm really excited to see how that game goes. I, I, I obviously, I wish we could be there for those games. I wish we could be at so many of these games, but you know, we are only two people, and exactly. we want to spread the love. We want to see as many different atmospheres, communities. We want to see the different parts of the city, mm-hmm. the different parts of the state represented here. So we we are going elsewhere, but we are going to keep an eye on that game. We promise. Yeah. So the first three were all fairly easy to do, and then it got a little harder once we got out of there. But ultimately, we settled on number four, Elkhorn South. They, I believe they're at three and one right now. They lost, sorry, two and one. Uh, they beat, sorry, Millard South, two nothing, which I think is the reason I have them at the four spot. I mean, that is just a huge win. The Patriots are going to be one of the better teams this year. And to keep a shout out there, to keep that clean sheet yes. impressive. I mean, we know that the Elkhorn South defense is always been one of their strong suits. It seems like they're scoring some goals to kind of match it. They exploded for around, I think, seven against Burke so they're scoring more which is always fun and now they you know they always have the defense to go along with it now they've got the goals so number five the team they beat but has also beaten a lot of other teams Millard South Patriots are doing well beat Westside who's another top 10 team and the team we have at number six because all these teams just seem to be beating one another and it's just like it's kind of a cycle it's back and forth yes it, it, it's the mid-table, like anyone really can beat anyone here. Exactly, and that's kind of how we've put this top ten together. Elkhorn South beat Millard South, and Millard South beat Westside at the number six spot, and then Westside beat Lincoln East at the seventh spot. They recently beat them in a shootout this past Saturday. Obviously, these games have very tight margins. I think four through seven is all going to be very, very close. Um, but those are kind of the teams we got there at the moment. Then finally, at the 8 spot, or not finally, but at the 8 spot, we have the Omaha South Packers. It, into the top 10? Yeah. Well, I wasn't really sure about this early on because they did lose 4-2 to the Papio South Titans, but a lot of teams are getting blown out by the Titans. They then went on to kind of, well, not, I don't know, I guess blow, it's not the word for a two-goal win. It was a high-scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they had their own high-scoring game with blanking on it Miller North they beat the they beat the Mustangs 4-2 and of course the Mustangs were one of the big stories early on because they beat Print Prep in that shootout in the first one of the first games of the season so South you know they're making statements still I think they're still a top 10 team so we're keeping them there at 8 and then right below them we've got their rivals, their big rivals, the Omaha Bryan Bears. Again, lost 2 nothing to the Papio South Titans. So the Titans have beaten both South and Bryan. But they've got a whole bunch of other good results, Bryan. So I think they'll still be a top 10 team, maybe right outside of state this year. We'll see. 
but they check in at nine. And finally, checking in for the first time, we have the Carney Bearcats. They're doing really well out west. We weren't sure how they would be this year. We didn't know a ton about them because they lost so much talent from last year. But they're scoring a lot of goals this season. Granted, it hasn't been necessarily the stiffest competition yet. But Carney's 4-0, and they're blowing out the teams that they're playing. Teams like Lincoln High, Lincoln Northeast, uh, Burke, all those schools. So the Bearcats are doing well. I'm excited to see how they progress this season. Yeah, and when you have a team like Carney, obviously they've been well-disciplined and well-coached forever now. But to see them really start to bang the goals home, yeah, that's scary. And I will say, the Carney broadcast team does a great job over there. So I've gotten the opportunity to see a few of their goals and... They got some. They got some nice, all right, nice goals nice there. Finishes yeah, this nice finishes. Can't wait Absolutely, to see exactly. Now is where we'll get into. Uh... Well, real quick. Okay. Round out the Round teams out. to watch. Teams uh, that's to what watch. I was gonna yeah. say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting into the fun stuff. We've got... Oh yeah. Now we're getting into the weeds here. We've got Lincoln Southeast on there. Yes. Now Southeast, not undefeated. They did take one loss, so we still think they'll be one of the top teams in Lincoln. They'll probably be like they were last season when they were agents of chaos, but um, we'll see. I, I'm really, I'm really curious how the Knights are going to be. I just, I just don't know right now. Obviously, the early season loss, you know, is concerning, hmm. but really not the end of the world. So I think the Knights will be good. Hopefully, we can make it down to one of their games sometime. We'll see. Then behind them, we've got the Miller North Mustangs, a team that has started very well, three and one, beat prep. But then did have the big loss to Omaha South, 4-2. I think they'll be a team that can sneak into the rankings pretty soon if they continue to get these good results. Um, from what I've seen, they are very talented, and they got a lot of stars in their squad. So if they can get that together, if they can get you know a team that's clicking at all levels, watch out. Mm. Then we got Creighton Prep. Out of the top 10 completely. Yeah, if you start the season 0-3. For the first time in program history. Yes, for the first time in program history. uh, You're you're not going to be in the rankings for week one. Uh, And so they are now a team to watch. But I still think there's a lot of talent on the team. So we'll see what they can do later on. Mm. And rounding out, we've got the Discoverers. Yeah, the Columbus Discoverers. Just like the girls' side. They're off to a good start this year. Picked up a big win against the Lincoln High Lynx, who... I just want to give a shout out to them real quick. They are also undefeated, or I guess not undefeated. The opposite of that. They're winless in the year. But they've been so very, very competitive in a lot of the games they played. Like they played Papio South at the Carney Invite and had the lead on them for a while before Papio South eventually pulled away. The Lincoln High Lynx are a good team. Columbus has a good win against them. So they're also undefeated right now. So keep an eye on the Discoverers. All right, and that, we did it. That is all That's our top all four tens. divisions. It was an electric week. We've got another electric week on the cards. It'll be fun. Potentially, yeah. likely, definitely two games of the week. Definitely two games of definitely the week. Definitely two games of the week. Maybe, maybe three in a way. Mayhaps. I'm, full disclosure, I, I'm on a little bit of a work sabbatical right now until next week. So this entire week, I may just every day. Go to a random game. Why not, you know? I have quite literally nothing else to do. So, we'll see. I We will definitely keep you folks updated on the Twitter, where we'll be at. And if you do see us, say hi. We'd love to meet you folks from across the state. Players, Absolutely. parents, 
coaches, friends, just in general fans of soccer in this state, we would love to meet you folks. Tell us our rankings are horrible. We'd yeah, love to hear it. Yeah, yell at us to our face. You're like, you know, own up to it instead of yelling at us on Twitter <laughs> behind a screen. Say yeah, it to our no, face. We can take it. Will we cry? Probably. Yeah, but... definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get out for the day, yes. as of recording today on the... Correct me if I'm wrong. Today's the 22nd, is it not? I'm losing track of the days. I totally understand that. It's the 26th. 26th. I was close. Anyway. Season Union, opener day. Use season opener day for our pro soccer team here in, in the state of Nebraska, Union Omaha. New coach, Dominic Cassiato. It was a one-all draw at Canigli Field against Ford Madison. Um, goal coming from J.P. Skears off of a corner kick. So, you know. Yeah. First goal of the Union Omaha season being a J.P. Skears header off a corner kick seems to be a yearly tradition at this point. Yeah, the man has a head that has been blessed by God, and it's, he scores so many goals off of it. He's such it's a so set impressive. Piece weapon. Oh, absolutely. It's not fair. We did, so there's a bunch of new players for Union mm-hmm. Omaha. Some impressed, some I didn't really see a whole lot of uh, today. Just imposingly, uh, Steven Dos Santos, one of the new forwards. Okay. Six foot four. Oh, wow. Big lad. Brexit ball type striker. He's going to be. He's gonna, he, deceptively good on the ball. Okay, good. good. There was at one point he was in behind uh, when it was Noe Meza had gotten taken out on the play. So it was Steven Dos Santos dribbling. It was 1v4, right? It was him mm-hmm. and four defenders in the Madison half. Right. And he beat three of them before he was dis- dispossessed. So deceptively good for a big man. Uh, Rashid Nuhu is still, for my money, one of, if not the best goalkeepers playing in the United States right now. Regardless of division, he is sensational, and he made four, three or four saves today that are genuinely world class. So, any young goalkeepers out there, if you get the chance to go to a Union Omaha game and watch Rashid Nuhu play, you will learn so much about goalkeeping from him. It was phenomenal. The new the new style is going to take a little bit of getting used to. It's not quite the same yeah, pressing style as Jay Mims, but it's very enjoyable. Get out and catch some Bujos action this year. Still some Nebraska kids on the team. Yaskar Edugalvin, the Minuteman Messi, didn't get any action today, but he is still with the club, so look forward to see him, seeing him on the pitch. And then friend of the pod, Eddie Gordon. Oh, yeah. UNO legend, uh, still on the roster as well. Again, didn't see minutes today. Still early doors in the season. Get out and support the Owls. Yeah. Um, again, we would love to do as much Union Omaha coverage as we can. I'll be at every game. Owen, yeah, if you guys are at a Union Omaha game, if you recognize a voice over the PA system, that's because that's Owen, you know, lending his, his talents to the Union Omaha front office. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Uh, we just want to say thank you guys, though, so much for all the support you give us as we cover this season. It's been, you know, first week, and I'm already having so much fun doing it. It's been a blast. I can't wait to keep this rolling. Feels good to be back covering soccer. It really does. It really, truly does. So you guys can give us a follow. You know, follow our coverage on Twitter at Nebraska Soccer Talk. Same for Instagram. Uh, if you want to toss a little money our way and support us, we do have a Patreon. You can look up Nebraska Soccer Talk there as well. We do have a Venmo at NE Soccer Talk. And if you're interested in sponsoring us, you know, if you're a local company, local business, uh, reach out to us. You can email us at Nebraska Soccer Talk at gmail.com. For the right price, I will get your company's uh, logo tattooed on me. For yeah, the right price. I can't imagine the price is that high. You would be scarily correct. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll hold them to that. But yeah, we just want to thank everyone for listening into our little uh, 
kind of mixed bag podcast today. It's been fun. We'll get some guests on within the next week or two, and we look forward to that. But for now, this is Jack and... And Owen. Talk to you guys later. We'll be right back.